Please tell me. Imagine, he said this nearly 2,000 years ago. So what do we mean by that? What did he mean by that? Let's begin with the, the, the sisters, all right? Go ahead, the hand that was up. Go ahead. I always thought he was referring to himself as uh, Why? Why was he referring to himself? Because the times fulfilled. That's what he was saying. The times were supposed to fulfill. Now, what you have to do, remember what the key to, to precepting and understanding scripture, you've got to remember other scriptures. Um, that's all the key to my heavens of requirements. Now, you, you've got to have another scripture to go with that. Now, why is it finding that? Um, go ahead, sir. Okay, yes. Uh, I was, was going to take that because he also says in the other place, uh, uh, and I think it's in Matthew, uh, now it's the prince of this world cast out. So say that again. Now it's the prince of this world cast out. Go on. When he was about to be, when he was about to go fulfill what he was supposed to do. So, so what does that mean? Uh, I meant that because of what he was about to do, is that uh, the people who were the ruling parties, even though they would still have their time that day in the sun, mm -hmm. they would it would no longer have the effect upon us that it had previously, to, uh, because now we would be. Uh, all the kingdom, the northern and the southern kingdom, will be reconciled back to the Father right. because of his sacrifice. All right. It, it, no, no. There, there, there's a lot. <clears throat> you, you, you mentioned a lot, but we've got to focus in on what it is that we're trying to say. So, the reason why I'm not going to stand that point that you mentioned, because again, as much as it has relevance to where we are, you've got to look at what we're dealing with here first. So it says it says this. Let's let's cover it again. Just go ahead and read it uh, yourself once he's doing that. Go ahead and read it out for me, please, sir. So we just read it, Mark chapter 1 and 14. Mm -hmm. All right, fine. This is the book of Mark, chapter 1, verse 14. Go ahead. Now after that. Okay, Mark chapter 1. Now after that, John was put in prison. Go on. Jesus, Yahawashai, came into Galilee. Preaching the gospel of the kingdom so of God. So he's preaching the gospel of the kingdom of God. We, we have to be clear. What is he preaching? All right, go ahead. Okay. Uh, he's, what he's, gospel, the word gospel means good news. So now, he's preaching the good, good news. news. Wherever we see the word gospel, it is good news. Good news about what? Good news about the kingdom of heaven that was set up for us, Israel. Right. So, so let's deal with the scripture first of all. Let's read it. The book of Matthew, chapter 11 and verse 12. And from the days of John the Baptist. Read it again from the top, quote it as well. Matthew, chapter 11 and verse 12. Uh -huh. And from the days of John the Baptist Go on. until now, the kingdom of heaven suffered violence. So the kingdom of heaven suffered violence. What is the kingdom of heaven? Come. Anyone? What is the kingdom of heaven? Go ahead, Mr. Otto. Grace and peace, sir. Grace and peace, sir. It's who? Israel. It's us. The kingdom of heaven is us. So it says, read it again for me. Matthew chapter 11 and verse 12. And from the days of John the Baptist until now, the kingdom of heaven. From John the Baptist until now. He specifically had it, um, mentioned it that way. So it would be scribed from, from John until what? Until now. Until now. So that when we in the future read it, Come. we are pointing back to John. And looking at where we are now. And so he says, the kingdom of heaven, us, Israel, regardless of the fact that we've lost our heritage and forgot who we are and all of that thing, he said, the kingdom 
the kingdom of heaven suffereth violence, and and the violence taken by force. They have taken us by force. Now, back then, Yahawashai now says this. He says, now after that John was put in prison, Jesus came into Galilee preaching the gospel of the kingdom of God. So who is he preaching? The kingdom of God. He's preaching that. So what is he saying? All right, let's jump down to verse 15. You must have it at that point. Heaven, help us. Read, sir. Verse 15, insane. And now he's going to let you know what the kingdom of God is that he's saying. Listen carefully. Read. The time is fulfilled. The time, the time is fulfilled. Now remember, he does not look at time the same way that we look at it. Come. So even though 2,000 years ago he's saying it, He's saying it, looking on the greater perspective of what time is. Time is, is what? What? Somebody said something. What did he say? Say it. Say it. I can't hear what you say. She said now. Now. Time is what? Now. Now. Oh, all right. Uh... You haven't said anything wrong, by the way. But I, I, I wish you would jump at it because there's more in that. Why is time now? Because time continues on. Time never ends. Time is what? It's a measurement. It's a tool. That's all it is. Time is just a tool. That's, it's as simple as that. It's a tool, it's a tool that we must use wisely. Come. We're in time now. And that's why all of what happened then and now is still the same because we're still in the same time. We haven't left it. Meaning why? Well, let's explain why that is. Just, I'm sorry, I'm digressing just for a quick minute because I really want us to get that before. Let's just quickly go to, uh, let's go to, to 2 Ezra chapter 6. Read from verse 8, and I'll show you why. The book of 2 Ezra, chapter 6, and verse 8. And he said unto me, from Abraham unto Isaac. See, nuts. Now remember, we just said from John the Baptist until now, right? Right. Now watch, watch it, go ahead. From Abraham unto Isaac, when Jacob and Esau were born go on. Of, of him, Jacob had. Hell first, the heel of Esau. Hell first, the heel of Esau. Now, here we go. Now, we'll, do, we'll deal with that whole heel thing down the road, because that's powerful, but let's want to get to the point. Verse 9, for Esau is the end of the world. Esau is the end of that age, that time. Come. Esau is. Go on. And Jacob is the beginning of it that follows. And our our time is coming up soon. That's right. So it's telling us that, that right there, but sometimes we kind of miss it. Read nine again. Verse nine. For Esau is the end of the world. End of an age. Go on. And Jacob is the beginning of it that follows. And beginning of it that follows. The reason why that's important because every age has to end. And every new age must begin. Come. And they're all moved and, and, and focused on time. That's right. That's why I wasn't curious. I thought you were going to come deep with me just now, but all right, good. All right, so, um, right, so in case you had your hand up, or was it point? No? Okay. Did you did you have your hand up? Yeah, it, it takes us back to that, because it's really saying the same thing that it's saying in Mark chapter one through 14. We're seeing two, we're seeing, even though it was that time, he was seeing this time as well. When he said here, um, uh, the time is fulfilled and the kingdom of God is at hand. Repent ye. It was being brought to us, but it was also for us today. It's the same time. Come it's, on. it's the same thing. Is, is that... so, so he says, read 15 again back in Mark chapter 1. Mark chapter 1 verse 15. And saying, the time is fulfilled. The time is fulfilled. Letting us know the end of an age is right 
on the precipice. It's right there. We're right at the threshold of it. Go on. And the kingdom of God is at hand. Is at hand. Go on. Repent. So now he's speaking specifically to some people. He's saying, repent. Why? Because the time is he's getting ready to, this age is getting ready to disappear. Go on. Repent ye and believe the gospel. And believe the gospel. Believe the good news. Come. Believe what you're hearing here. Read on. Verse 16. Now as he walked by the sea of Galilee, go on. he saw Simon and Andrew, his brother, casting a net into the sea. Read. For they were fishers. They were fishers. Go on. And Yehoshaphat said unto them. Now the reasons why, or one of the reasons why, I can't say it's the whole reason why, one of the reasons why, because one thing with fishing, you have to be patient. Come. There's a special spirit that you need for fishing because you don't you don't throw your net in or you throw your, your reel in or your rod in and wait um, and think that something's going to happen right away. You have to wait a while. You need patience for it. Go on. And Yehoshaphat said unto them, Come ye after me, and I will make you to become fishers of men. Fishers of men. Come. Read on. And straightway they forsook their nets. And notice, they didn't hesitate. What is that showing us? Is that some of the fish that you we fish for, they will hear this truth and they will not hesitate. There are fish that the moment you tell them who they are, there's no waiting. Come, tell me more. There are some who will swim around. There are some who will avoid. But the scripture says, it says, read 17 again. Verse 17, and Yehoshaphat said unto them, God, come ye after me, and I will make you to become fishers of men. 18. And straightway. And straightway. Read. They forsook their nets. Go on. And followed him. And followed him. Read on. And when he had gone a little farther thence. Read. He saw James. Go on. The son of Zebedee. And John his brother. Who also were in the ship mending their nets. Read on. And straightway he called them. And they left their father Zebedee. That's why the scripture speaks about that there's a special blessing for those who will leave mother, father, business, land, won't allow anything to hinder you from receiving this gospel. Um, the moment you hear this gospel, it does something. It resonates in your spirit. It causes you to be uncomfortable. It's right. like some people hear it, they can't sleep that night. Because it's messing up their psychology. Right. But let's read on. In the ship with the hired servants and went after him. And went after him. Come. Let's go from there to Isaiah chapter 60. Isaiah chapter 60. And we're going to read verse uh, 61, please. 16 uh, 61. Thank you. 61 and 1. Come. Isaiah chapter 61, verse 1. The Spirit of the Lord God is upon me, because the Most High have anointed me. Yeah, the, one. the Most High have anointed me to preach good tidings unto the meek. Unto the meek. Let's hold it there for a moment. Let's go to Isaiah chapter 11 and 2. Isaiah chapter 11 and 2. Let's just quickly run there. Isaiah chapter 11 and 2. The book of Isaiah, chapter 11 and verse 2. Let's see what spirit is, uh, of the Lord is on me. Let's see. And the spirit of the Most High shall rest upon him. Go on. The spirit of wisdom. The spirit of wisdom. Read. And understanding. Read. The spirit of counsel. Read. And might. Go on. The spirit of knowledge. Of the fear of the Most High. So it's telling us that's the spirit that was resting on him. So we go back, let's read it again from the top. Isaiah chapter 61, verse 1. The Spirit of the Most High is upon me. Go on. Because the Most High have anointed me to preach good tidings. Preach good tidings. And what is the good tidings? The gospel. The gospel. Everyone says, the gospel. Really? I just 
Let, all right, here we go. Read it again, sir. Come. Please. The book of Isaiah, that. chapter 61, verse 1. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me, because the Most High have anointed me to preach good tidings unto the meek. Unto the meek. Who are the meek? Israel. Israel. Why are they the meek? Can someone tell me? Why are why is Israel the meek? Why? Can anyone tell me? Go ahead, sir. Grace and peace, sir. Grace and peace. Israel has been in the dust from the beginning. Right. They are the ones that are in the dust. They're the ones that are poor. And, and the real one surprised that you're even struggling to answer that. We spoke about the fact that the real Jews are the ones who really get to. So sure. what's the sweat there? Sure. Because those who call themselves Jews, they're not living in ghetto, they're living in palaces. They're living in our country, taking our name. I can't say take our language because they don't have that. But they're taking everything else. But here it tells us clearly here, it says, uh, the good tidings unto the meek, read, he have sent me to bind up the broken heart. Bind up the broken heart. Why are we broken hearted? And who can give me a precept for that? Go ahead. I'll, I'll, I'll try. Go ahead. Jeremiah 17 and 4. Jeremiah 17 and 4. Let's take a look at it. Did you say 17? Yes, Pastor. 17 and 4. Let's look at that real quick. All right, let's, let's read it. Jeremiah chapter 17 and verse 4. And thou, even thyself, shalt discontinue from thine heritage. Discontinue from what? From thine heritage that I gave thee. And I will cause thee to serve thine enemies in the land which thou knowest not. For ye have kindled a fire in mine anger, which shall burn forever. Right, that's, that's good. I'll quickly jump to... Um Go to, let's go to two scriptures. Go to Strong chapter 17 and 11, and then let's go to Deuteronomy chapter 22. Right. That's a good attempt. Good attempt, but I need something a little bit more. Hundreds. Go ahead, sir. Sirach chapter 17 and verse 11. Beside this, he gave him knowledge. And the law of life for an heritage. For a heritage. Mm. So that's the time with what you just gave us. But in, in, uh, in, uh, in, Jeremiah. in Jeremiah. All right. Go to Deuteronomy, please. That's where I want to go. 32 and 26, please. The book of Deuteronomy, chapter 32, verse 26. I said, I would scatter them into corners. I would make the remnants of them to cease from among men. So that's why we are brokenhearted. We've been scattered from our family, scattered from our heritage, scattered from our name, scattered from everything, right? So if, if we're scattered uh, and, and we've lost connection with our family, is that not enough to make you brokenhearted? Huh? All right, so let's go back. Who can give me another uh, precept to go with that? Right, I say two hands, good. Daniel 9 and 7. Daniel 9 and 7, yes, sir. Yes, indeed. I had that one lined up too, good. The book of Daniel, chapter 9 and verse 7. O Lord, righteousness belongeth unto thee, but unto us confusion of faces. Go on. As at this day, to the men of Judah, and to the inhabitants of Jerusalem, and unto all Israel that are near and that are far off. Huh. So that's good. Let me have your one, please, uh, my, my, my sister. Um, it was just um, about the broken heart. Yes. Yes. Good. Let's go. The book of Luke. Chapter 4 and verse 18, it reads, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me, on. because he has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. Go on. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, mm -hmm. to preach deliverance to the captives, and recovering of sight. 
to the blind, to set at liberty them that are bruised. Go on, go on. Come, to preach the acceptable year of the Lord. That's it. So here, this is what? What have we just read there? Brothers, tell me, what have we just read? What is that? The precept to what? Isaiah 61 and 1. Say again, sir. Isaiah 61 and 1. Come. All right. Um, let's go to Isaiah 49 and 8. Isaiah 49 and 8. 49 and 8. The book of Isaiah, chapter 49 and verse 8. Thus saith the Most High, in an acceptable time, have I heard thee, and in a day of salvation have I helped thee. So, this is speaking of Israel us being restored to Zion. Come. So he says this, Thus said the Lord, in an acceptable time. So that time, there's that word time again. He said, I, Have I heard thee? He's hearing those that are awoke, and those who are walking in the law, he's hearing their cry. Read on for me, sir. Come, I have heard thee, and in a day of salvation. And there's a day of your saving is coming. Now, no matter how things may look bleak, he says there's a day of your saving coming. Pay attention. Read. I have helped thee. I have what? I have helped Help thee. thee. Read. And I will preserve thee and give thee for a covenant of the people. Go on. To establish the earth, to cause to inherit. So when it says to establish the earth, what does that mean, Yasharel? What does it mean? It says what? To establish. Read it again, sir. Read that last applause again. Come. And I will preserve thee and give thee for a covenant of the people. To establish the earth. And what does that mean to establish the earth? When it says to establish, what does that mean? Mm. To establish, see one hand. Mm. What does it mean? So, uh, can we use um, um, Peter chapter? Just give me, just give me a word right now. Okay, establish the people. All right. So it, it's written. Okay, before I, I take that away, go ahead, please. Restore. It means to restore, to make good again, right? So right now, are we restored? No. Are, are, are we still in our chaos? Yes. Does it, to some of us, does it look like we're ever going to get out? See? So because we're in a situation what that we have been completely, we've been completely severed. It makes us feel hopeless. But watch what it says as we read on. To establish the earth, to cause to inherit the desolate heritage. The desolate heritage. We just read that in Jeremiah. Come read verse 9. Verse 9. That thou mayest say to the prisoner, pay attention. Who are the ones who spend more time in prison than any? We are. We are less than the population of the country. We are the most in terms of our people incarcerated. That's right. How nonsense is that? How could you be less than the population of the country, yet we are the ones who fill the prisons? That's right. How is that even possible? That's a nightmare. Are you telling me then? That there's a whole lot of good white people out there who are not robbing, killing, stealing, taking drugs. Are you telling me that we are so bad that we are at the top of the totem pole doing all of the creative uh, and heinous crimes? Is that what you're telling us? Because it appears to me that's what's being told to us and our children who go to school. And yet still, we are the ones that are in prison. Read it again for me, sir. This is Isaiah chapter 49, verse 9. That thou mayest say to the prisoners. To the prisoners. Go on. Go forth. Where, uh, many of us are just waiting for uh, um, someone who with authority to say, you're free, go. That's right. Read. 
Go forth to them that are in darkness. Go on. Show yourself. Breathe. They shall feed in the way. They shall what? They shall feed in the way. Breathe. And their pastors shall be in all high places. And our pastors are going to be in high places. Come on. All right, let's go back to Acts chapter 13 and 32. Acts 13 and 32. Stay alert. 13 and 32. Let's read. The book of Acts, chapter 13, verse 32. And we declare unto you glad tidings. So the glad tidings, what is the glad tidings? Mm. What is the glad tidings? Adrian? The gospel. gospel. That's what the glad tidings is. Go on. How that the promises. How that what? How that the promises. Go on. Which was made unto the Father. Made unto the Father. Go on. God have fulfilled the same unto us, their unto children. Unto us, the children. God. Isn't that something? Yeah. It's been fulfilled to us, the children. Go on, sir. In that he hath raised up Shai again, Breathe. as it is also written Breathe. in the second psalm. Thou art my son. This day have I begotten thee. I begotten thee. Come. Come, come, come. Uh, let's go from here to 1 Corinthians chapter 15 and verse 1. 1 Corinthians chapter 15 and verse 1. Let's read. The book of 1 Corinthians chapter 15 and verse 1. Moreover, brethren, I declare unto you the gospel which I preached unto you. See that? There's the gospel being declared again. The true gospel. And who is it being declared to? <laughs> Read it again for me, please. First Corinthians chapter 15, verse 1. Read. Moreover, brethren, I declare unto now, now you. remember, your clue is what? What's your clue just then? Brethren. Brethren. He's not speaking to anyone else. Not speaking to the Chinese man or the Arab man. He said, moreover, brethren, making it a possessive situation, read. I declare unto you read. the gospel which I preach unto you, which also ye have received, and wherein ye stand. Wherein you stand. This verse is a gospel verse. Come. You need to highlight it. It's the same gospel verse that you tie in with Mark, Come. and it's the same gospel verse that you tie in with Isaiah chapter 61 and 1. So it's letting you know that the gospel is not just New Testament, because you'll get some people that, oh, it's just it's just in a new type of gospel. No, no. The gospel was from the beginning. Come. Go ahead, sir. Rest in peace. You know, I, I, you know, it, it strikes me that you know that for the longest time we have been pretty much misled because the same thing that we just read oh, earlier. Oh, you think we just misled? Well, no, I mean, you know, it's like you know, it's stuff that you just. It's not just I mean, no, it's like it's like it's been in front of our people all the time, and we won't see it because um. the same thing we just read previously, you know, where he said. And the time accepted is repeated again in Second Corinthians chapter six verse two. Come, right. Come, come, come. So it's no. But what's your point? Well, well, that's it. It's like so. How is it that our people are so not not seeing this? Because we are. Let me repeat it. Our stiff-necked people. And here's the thing. You know, we only get we only get excited about the most time when we're in trouble. <laughs> that's true. Yeah. Let something happen to us. Yeah. All of a sudden, it's like, oh, it's like, it's like we've, been, we've been jolted into a realization of, of who our, our maker is and what he is. Here's the thing. You've got, to, you've got to be that way all the time. The scripture said, be you ready. Being ready doesn't mean getting ready. It means you are ready. And being ready means, means you spend time Letting this be your food. What's what it says? Read it again from the top. Uh, please, if you don't mind. First Corinthians chapter 15 and verse 1. Read. Moreover, brethren, I declare unto you the gospel which I preached unto you, which also ye have received, and wherein ye stand. And wherein you stand. 
Now, to stand on something means it must be foundational. We stand on this because it's foundational. Read on. By which also ye are saved. This is how we're saved. You're saved through the gospel. What were you told how you were saved before? Could someone tell me? What did they tell you, some of you? Huh? What did they say? I did say you, you were saved. Just believe. You believe in God, you will be Just saved. believe. Yeah. Only believe. So the thing is, this is never going to work for you. You cannot just believe. Believe is not going to make you saved. How is that going to make you saved? Can someone tell me? How does it make you saved? How? Mm. How does believe make you saved? Can anyone tell me? Oh, silence. No one knows. Believe is not going to save you. Right, go ahead. Basically, Basically. Say, um, open up your mouth and believe that and it'll come into your heart. Yeah. <laughs> so you <laughs> All right. Okay, let, let's get back to this. So what it says. This is what it says. Verse 2. Listen carefully. Read it slowly. 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 2. By which also ye are saved. Go on. If ye keep in memory. Keep in memory. That's why when you forget the scriptures and you're not keeping them in memory, read on. What I preached unto you. What's being preached or taught, read. Unless ye have believed in. Oh, it's telling me you don't believe now. Read. Unless ye have believed in vain. In vain. Come. So you have to believe and keep it in memory. Come on. You just read it for yourself in black and white. Right? It is, isn't it? Verse 3 is a cut. Yes, sir. Go on. Verse 3. For I delivered unto you first. Hold on. Anyone else? Unto you first. Go on. Of all that which I also received. Read. How that Christ, or the Amashiach, died for our sins. According to the scriptures. According to what was prophesied. All the way back to Isaiah. Let's go from there back to Acts 5 and 31. Acts 5 and 31. Yes, sir. The book of Acts. Chapter 5 and verse 31. It reads. Verse 30. It reads. The most high of our father. Raised up Yahawashah. Whom ye slew and hang on a tree. Read. Him hath Yahweh exalted with his right hand to be a prince and a savior. For to give repentance, repentance to, to who? To Israel. To Israel. And forgiveness of sin. So no one else can get forgiveness. So I mean, are, we, are we clear with this? Is, is this difficult? Go ahead. It's just incredible to me that with everything that's presented, that even today you still have ministers that will fight to the nail to say it's everybody. Right. Yes, they sure do. Go ahead. I was going to say, you were talking about who is the man. It made me think about the Beatitudes where he called off all the wicked characteristics. Correct. And we were taught that, you know, it was like it was everybody. Right. But all those characteristics are us. Exactly. Those are the characteristics that, that Israel must have, not the other nations. Because it, it says, read it again, sir. Read with verse 31 again. Come, Acts chapter 5 and verse 31. To him hath Yahweh exalted with his right hand to be a prince and a savior, for to give repentance to Israel. Repentance to who? Repentance to Israel. To Israel. And forgiveness of sins. It makes it very, very clear there. Let's read 32 one. And we are his witnesses. And we didn't say anyone else. Said Israel is the witnesses. Read. Of these things. Go on. And so is also the Holy Ghost. And so is the Holy Ghost. All right, read it. Whom Yahweh have given to them that obey him. To them that Come. obey him. Stay in Acts. Let's go to Acts 1 and 6, please. 
the book of Acts, chapter 1 and verse 6. When they, therefore, were come together, watch this, they asked of him, saying, Lord, will thou at this time restore again the kingdom to Israel? So they knew that the kingdom at some point must be restored to Israel. Come. They knew this. It wasn't something that we're just finding out now. So he said, read it one more time. Come, Acts chapter 1, verse 6. When they therefore were come together, they asked of him, saying, Lord, will this time restore again the kingdom to Israel? Restore what? Restore again the kingdom to Israel. Go on. And he said unto them, It is not for you to know the times or the seasons which the Father have put in his own power. In his own power. Come. Daniel chapter 2 and 44. Let's go. Daniel chapter 2 and 44. The book of Daniel. Chapter 2 and verse 44. And in the days of these kings shall the God of heaven set up a kingdom which shall never be destroyed. And the kingdom shall not be left to other people. Hold it. Oh, crazy. Hold it. The kingdom is not going to be left to other people. Come. What does that mean? Brothers. All right, go ahead, Johanna. That means that it's not going to be served to nobody else but Israel. Okay. Give me a, 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 a precept. You can go to Psalm 147, 1920. Yeah, that's better. Yeah, that's the law. That's the law. Deal with the kingdom. Read it again, sir. Come. Daniel chapter 2 and verse 44. And in the days of these kings shall the God of heaven set up a kingdom which shall never be destroyed. And the kingdom shall not be left to other people, but it shall break in pieces and consume all these kingdoms, and it shall stand forever. All right. Here's your precept. Mark chapter 4 and 13. I want to read more on from that. So let's read that, then we're going to go back. The book of Mark, chapter 4 and verse 30. And he said, Whereunto shall we liken the kingdom of God? Read it again. Mark, chapter 4 and verse 30. And he said, Whereunto shall we liken the kingdom of God? Go on. Or with what comparison shall we compare it? Go on. It is like a grain of mustard seed. Go on. Which, when it is sown in the earth, is less than all the seeds that be in the earth. That is Israel. Come. But watch what happened. Read. But when it is sown, it groweth up and becometh greater than all herbs. Read. And shooteth out great branches. Read. So that the fowls of the air may lodge under the shadow of it. Meaning that all the other nations are going to have to come to us to get their understanding, get their direction, and know how to run their economy. They will, there will be no nation on earth that's going to run their economy independent of us. They're going to come to us and how do we do this? What do we do here? Where do we go from this point? And that's why our people will be in on great demand because we will be working in all of those areas, governing and giving direction. They will not be in a position that they're going to just run their business because they won't know. It has to be in accordance with the will of the Most High. Come on? Come on. All right. Can I still think I got one? No, uh, no. not right now. Let's, keep, let's go back. 45. Yes, sir. Daniel chapter 2 and verse 45. For as much as thou saw that the stone was cut out of the mountain Read. without hands and that it broke in pieces the iron. It did what? It broke in pieces the iron. the iron. It broke in pieces the iron. Now remember, all of these 
I've given you the significance of what iron, bronze, silver, oh. gold, and all of those things mean. I've given those to you. I, want, I can't break those down for you right now. And there's scriptures to back all that up, but read so. The brass, the clay, the silver, and the gold, the great God have made known to the king what shall come to pass read. hereafter. hereafter read. And the dream is certain. And the interpretation thereof, sure. And the interpretation, sure. Daniel chapter 7 and 27. 7 and 27. Let's go. The book of Daniel, chapter 7, verse 27. And the kingdom. Again, notice, we're still sticking to the kingdom. Time and kingdom. Read. And the kingdom and dominion. And the greatness of the kingdom under the whole heaven. Under the whole heaven, read. Shall be given to the people of the saints. The saints. All right. Hold it. Let's go to Psalms. <laughs> Again, we're doing it this way because I, I, I know there are those who are going to be listening. They're going to turn around and say, well, see, it's the same. That's everybody. No, 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 no. Let, let's go to um, uh, uh, Psalms 148 and verse 14 because it makes it. It makes it absolutely clear. Now, Psalm chapter 148, verse 14. For he also exalted the horn of his people, the praise of all his saints. All his saints. Read. Even the children of Israel. That is who the saints are, the children of Israel. Come. Read. A people dear unto him. Praise he the most high. Praise he the most high. Let's go back now. Daniel chapter 7, verse 27. And the kingdom and dominion and the greatness of the kingdom under the whole heaven shall be given to the people of the saints of the Most High, whose kingdom is an everlasting kingdom, Read. and all dominions shall serve and obey him. Read. Hitherto is the end of the matter. As for me, Daniel, my Salaki, my con cognition must trouble me, and my countenance changed in me, but I kept the matter in my heart. Kept it in my mind. Come. Didn't allow it to leave. Psalm 50 and 5. Psalm 50 and 5. Yes, sir. I'm speeding up a little bit because I didn't realize the time was flying ahead. The book of Psalms, chapter 50 and verse 5. Read. Gather my saints together unto me, those that have made a covenant with me. Now, how have we made a covenant? Uh, Adrian, how have we made a covenant? How did we make our covenant with him? Let's read it through. Let's read it through. Read it through completely. Psalm chapter 50 and verse 5. Now, remember, when I ask the question, normally the answer is right there in, in the same book. And I'm, I'm not trying to be, you know, secret agent. I mean, I'm, I'm trying to be just all clever. I'm just trying to make it very simple. The answer is always in the, in the text that we're reading. Read it again, sir. Gather my saints together unto me. Go on. Those that have made a covenant with me by sacrifice. Ah, so now, sir, can you answer the question? <laughs> by sacrifice, see? So you see, no rocket science. Here. He doesn't want us to, you know, blow our mind with this. He wants it. He wants to make it as simple as possible. But let's uh, jump. Uh, let's see. Let's jump ahead to verse seven, please. Yes, sir. Verse seven. Hear, O my people, and I will speak, O Israel. And I will testify against thee. I am Yahweh, even thy power. Even thy God. Right from here, let's go to Matthew chapter 6 and 9. Matthew chapter 6 and 9, let's go. The book of Matthew chapter 6 and verse 9. After this manner, therefore, pray ye, our Father, which art in heaven. Now, why do we say that? Can anyone? This is going to be this is very simple. Why do we say, say it like that? Yes, ma'am. Because we are Israel, he's our father, and we're supposed to take care of our brother. Absolutely. Because we are Israel, and we can make the claim that he is our father. That's right. 
and he's no one else's father. Uh, right? And uh, so it says, we'll read it uh, for me. Uh, Matthew chapter 6, verse 9. After this manner, therefore, pray ye, our Father, which art in heaven. Go on. Hallowed be thy name. Watch it. Go on. Thy kingdom come. See, we are meant to be praying for the kingdom to come. Every time we pray, that should be part of, of our request in our prayer. Come. And what's the other thing we should be praying for? <laughs> I wonder if you know. I, I wonder. Who can tell me? Maybe, maybe Yasharala can tell me. Are you going to tell me, Yasharala? What's the other thing that we we ask for. Who's going to tell me? Sister Sue at the back. Ah, uh, no. No. Yeah, I, we, do, we do ask for forgiveness. I, I don't want to say that we don't. We do. But this one, way up there on the list. <laughs> you know, if, if, you, if you went to school with someone and, 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 and they kicked you in the knee, oh, yeah. and you, you went home, are you going to be praying anything good for me? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. huh? Oh, you, you're, you're going to pray something good for me? No, no, no. You are. Uh, uh, so, so what, 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 what's he going to do? Oh! <laughs> <laughs> no, no, that's not it. That's not it. No, I, I like where you're throwing it, but no, um, all right, let's see. Uh, I know you, I know you're, 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 you're chomping at the bit. All right, go ahead. The destruction of our enemies. <laughs> the destruction of our enemies. That should be in your prayer. You see? Remember, those of you who still have Christianity in Oh, well, we'll be praying you, you, you forgive all our enemies. No, no, no. When the scripture speaks about forgiving our enemies, which enemies is it speaking about that we forgive? Can anyone tell me? Yes. Grace of people multiplied. Our brothers and sisters who are of the heritage of Israel. Because every now and then, you, your, your brethren, your brother or your sister may become your enemy. You may fall out or get vexed with them for some reason. So you have to pray for, for them, God. But, but those who are not your brothers and sisters, who have been maliciously destroying you systematically from the beginning of time, those individuals, oh, you, you pray for their swift destruction. Come on. Right, so let's go back and let's read what we do. Let's read verse 10 again. Yes, sir. Matthew chapter 6 and verse 10. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done Go on. in earth as it is in heaven. Go on. Give us this day our daily bread. Jump to 13. Verse 13. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Go on. For thine is the kingdom. See, it's always about the kingdom. Go on. Come. And the power and the glory forever. Amen. So it's letting us know that is what we're we're focusing on. Come on. All right, from here, let's go to let's go to Isaiah chapter two and four, please. Let's prove that this is for Israel. Isaiah chapter two and four. Let's read. The book of Isaiah, chapter 2, and verse 4. Read. And he shall judge among the nations. He shall do what? And he shall judge among the nations. Watch this. Read. And shall rebuke many people. And shall rebuke many people. Go on. And they shall beat their swords into plowshares. Go on. And their spears into pruning hooks. Nations shall not lift up sword against nations. Neither Shall they learn war anymore? Neither shall they learn war anymore. Who's the most warlike nation on the planet? And everything that he has taken. He, have you noticed that um, when it comes to the eagle, 
What does the ego have in its in, in, in its talent? I mean, you've been using the uh, dollar for so long, you don't know what's in the ego. Oh, grace of peace. Grace of peace. Go ahead. Oh, they have you have they have arrows in their hand. They have and some have peace, like they're. They, they come like they're bringing peace, but they're really gonna. What does he have in his hands? It, arrows, it, it, arrows. Arrows, and what else did you say? And the peace, the, the flower, oh, okay. olive branches. And olive like branches. Yes. What does the four points of the arrows mean? The four points of the four parts of the world. It conquered the four point, uh, corners of points of the world. Very good. What does the what does the olive branch mean? Sex again. By peace it shall destroy He has used peace as it means to get him to destroy him. He always comes with peace. Never trust your enemy. Scripture says. All right. Let's uh how much time have we got? All right, time until it's time to fly. So uh let's read verse four one more time and then we'll come. Come, Isaiah chapter two and verse four. And he shall judge among the nations. And shall rebuke many people, and they shall beat their swords into plowshares, and their spears into pruning hooks. Nations shall not lift up sword against nation, neither shall they learn war anymore. Isaiah 54 and 11. Isaiah 54 and 11. The book of Isaiah, chapter 54 and verse 11. Read. O thou afflicted, tossed with them, Salaki, tossed with tempest, and not comforted. Read. Behold, I will lay thy stones with fair colors. I will, what? I will lay thy stones with fair colors, and lay thy foundations with sapphires. And I will make thy windows of gates, and thy gates of carbuncles. And all thy borders Read. of pleasant stones, Read. and all thy children shall be taught of the Most High. Read. And great shall be the peace of thy children. Read. In righteousness shalt thou be established. Read. Thou shalt be fair, Salaki. Thou shalt be far from oppression, for thou shalt not fear, and from terror, for it shall not come near thee. It will not come where? Thee to not come near thee. Read. Behold, they shall surely gather together, but not by me. Whosoever shall gather together against thee shall fall by thy sake. Let's go to Revelations chapter 21 and 10. Revelations chapter 21 and 10. Let's go. Revelation chapter 21 and verse 10. And he carried me away in the spirit to a great and high mountain. Read. And showed me that great city, the holy Jerusalem, descending out of heaven from Jehovah. Read that one more time. Come. Revelation chapter 21 verse 10. And he carried me away in the spirit to a great and high mountain. And showed me that great city. That what? That great city. Imagine our city one day is going to be great. It's not great right now. Come. It's broken down right now. It's torn up right now. But one day it's going to be great. Read on. The holy Jerusalem descending out of heaven from Yahweh. All right. So, um, so I think it's all. Jump down to 18. Verse 18. And the building of the wall of it was of jasper. And the city was pure gold. Was what? Was pure gold. Our city is going to be pure gold. I mean, can you imagine this, brothers and sisters? I mean, I mean, I used to be an architect. Even I can't even imagine. Because I'm just imagining, I'm imagining the walls, the streets, and it tells us that there's going to be uh, uh, diamonds and uh, 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 precious stones and gems in the walls. That, that means that anyone who comes, I mean, they can't come in any evil spirit now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking about the other nations, because everything, but 
they walk it out. This is what we're going to have. But, but read it one more time. Revelation chapter 21, verse 18. And the building of the wall of it was of jasper. Go on. And the city was pure gold, like unto clear glass. Read. And the foundations of the wall of the city were garnished with all manner of precious stones. The first foundation was jasper, the second sapphire, the third chal chalcedony, 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 the fourth of emerald, the fifth. Now, by the way, just so that you know, all of these stones represent the um, the disciples, the apostles, because the twelve foundations. Is a representation of the of the apostles who kept the commandments of Yahushai, and so in the city, the the law that they spread all over the world is uh, encompassed in who they are, and that's why when you go through all of these different stones, notice these are all of the precious stones. You notice the world today does not offer them. Because the Most High has hidden much of these away. Because he's going to have, and we've never seen them at their true beauty. But he's going to show us how. Come. And we're going to make sure that those who build it, they're going to have to do it well. Otherwise, they're going to get the spanking. Come. Come. So let's, um, let's end this by going to, uh, where were we? What did we read? We're in verse 19, 19. going into 20. All right. Well, so it's actually verse 20. All right. Let's go. Let's let's end this now uh, because otherwise we won't stop. Let's go to Baruch chapter 2 and 30, please. Baruch chapter 2 and 30. We'll go there and then we will. Let's go. The book of Baruch chapter 2 and verse 30. It reads, For I knew that they would not hear me, because it is a stiff-necked people. This, unfortunately, is where we are. Come. And so no matter how much you try to help folk, folk just won't get it. But let's read. But in the land of their captivity, in the land where you are held captive, go on, they shall remember themselves. But to remember yourself. Remember we read that in James, go on. And uh, um, sorry, not misleading, not James, but um, Jude. Come. Go on. And shall know that I am the Lord their God. For I will give them and heart and ears to hear. Read. And they shall praise me in the land of their captivity. Read. And think upon my name. Read. And return from their stiff neck. Go on. And from their wicked deeds. For they shall remember the way of their fathers, which sinned before the Lord. Read. And I will bring them again into the land which I promised with an oath unto their fathers. Read. Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, and they shall be lords of it. And I will increase them, and they shall not be diminished. Read. And I will make an everlasting covenant with them to be their God, and they shall be my people. And I will no more drive my people of Israel out of the land that I have given them. Right. Any questions from anyone before we conclude? Um, any questions online? And anyone here? Feel free to ask your questions. Everybody speak all at once. Yeah. I was just thinking about we have those. I wanted to tell you how to look for that. Okay. Okay. We have those first notes that you are right there. Yes, ma'am. That represent the 12 tribes. Yes, ma'am. Now, the 12 tribes, the stones that represent the 12 I mean, tribes. 12 right. It's a stone that represents the 12 tribes, a different stone that represents the 12, 12 tribes. Yes. But. That that we have, that's kind of a an example of, of what uh, the stones. They are the stones, 
but they're more of a composite as opposed to like the pure stone itself. The pure stone, we can't even afford that. Okay, we, 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 I want to ask you, because with the eyes that we have now, when we saw them, we couldn't even visualize. We have to have uh, eyes that when we're transformed to even appreciate them. That's a, that's a very good point. Right here. That's a very good point, man. And uh, I saw a, 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 a Hispanic knight or whatever they call it, um, and they, they, they found this rock, and they'd never seen the size of that rock before. They said that there was no money that they could they, they could offer, and it wasn't it was an African boy who found it and brought it in, and companies were flying from all over to take a look at it, but they but they were off making offers and he wouldn't sell it. He held on to it. And when they finally valued it, they said they don't. There's no money that they could come up with, come up with that could value that stone. Now, what that shows you that there are things in the earth that we haven't even seen yet that are of such great value we have no idea. And so um, it is. It is said that as I followed that story some time back a few years ago. Um, that the only thing they can do is to use it as collateral because they can't, no one could buy it. We've made this little African boy rich as can be, but they can't put any finger on it. But it's funny how we never hear about him being rich. We never hear about him on the, what, what's that? What's He's that? the richest man in the world. Yeah, what, what's that thing that they have, what they, they test all the rich people, or whatever? Forbes. The Forbes yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. We never hear Forbes making this noise about this little boy. But all the others they'll talk about. And yet, no matter how much billions you got, you can't buy that stuff. Yeah. Right. And yes, I. Um, you know, the stone, the stone is really the stone. Yeah. Uh, yes, there must be value. If there's no value in the kingdom, then it inflates the, the, the other countries. Let me give you a, a quick example. I was just talking about it yesterday with someone that Monsa Monsa, when he went on his pilgrimage and he went to Mecca, he gave away so much gold that by the time he got there um, and gave away so much gold when he was there, he put the country in, 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 in such a, um, an inflated position. It took them 13 years to get out of it. Because he gave away so much gold that it lost its value. What makes gold valuable is the fact that not everybody can, can get it. And it was the same even back in the times of Abraham and, and Jacob and Isaac. Um, you, you had gold, even silver. People think that silver is upset oh, silver. It's only the way it is now because there's plenty of it. But when silver is used, in more uh, palatial splendor, and the, and you can't get a hold of it like you would like to, that thing shoots up into, into the air. So, and remember, what's going to make our city, as we, we read it, such a magnificent city, is the fact that every precious um, gem or stone is going to be in that city. And so when people will come, they will be in awe of it. And the light of the people will be there. The glory of God will just, just shine from it. All right. Um, yeah, I saw another hand. Um, Brother B, did you have your hand up? No? Um, yes, Brother B. The scripture that you just read, um, Baruch 2 and 31, was said, um, still, no, 30. They knew that they would not hear me because it is a stiff-necked people. Yeah. And yet in Acts 13, 32, we read that the promises made to the Father will be fulfilled in the children. Yes. So you think that, you know, we would be, as the time goes on, we would be more receptive, the children would be more receptive because it's, it's said that the promises made to the Father would be fulfilled in the children. And it is going to be fulfilled. Remember what it says that's here. Not, that, so that's not a good precept to that then, is it? No, because this, this tells you what it's saying, because in the Latin clause it says, but in the land of their captivity, mm -hmm. they shall remember themselves. Mm -hmm. So 
Right now, we are remembering ourselves. We're coming into order now. Um, we don't know to what the number is, but we know that the number is growing. The people of this world are afraid because they're seeing, right now, people are becoming more empowered. They're becoming more stronger in their convictions. This is hitting people greater than Christianity. This is heavy. Yes, sir. Even in the book of Hosea, uh, chapter 5 and verse 14 and 15, it reads, in the book of Hosea, chapter 5, verse 14, for I will be unto Ephraim as a lion, as what? As a lion, read, and as a young lion to the house of Judah, I, even I, will tear and go away, and I will take away, and none shall rescue him. I will go and turn to my place till they acknowledge their offense and seek my face. In their affliction, they will seek me early. Gone. So, the early that scripture is speaking about is now. We've been afflicted. We're seeking you now. We found ourselves in that position. We're seeking you now. And the more we, we seek him and the more we allow uh, the laws to uh, be in us, the more we'll be ready. All right, so those of you online who've been watching us, we hope that you've been blessed by the teaching. We hope that you've been encouraged. We continue to pray for all of those who are going through the struggles that they're going through right now, but we know that our Father is in heaven. He has a kingdom prepared for you. So in spite of what you're dealing with, I, I pray your strength in the Most High Himself. Now, remember if you need any uh, uh, support from those of you who are in the Dallas area, we do have an officer there, Officer Yu, um, who is uh, in Hebrew name Rubber. He will be there to support you and to give you uh, the teaching and, and directive that you need. Also, we remember our brethren who are over in the UK and in Europe. We pray that you continue to go. Uh, Tune in and be blessed by the teaching. And on behalf of myself and Captain, we want to say to you, Brother Tayahawa, Yahawa, Shemu Mashiach, Yahusha, Say love. Say love.